1: The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is. I Doubt It Podcast with Brittany Page and Jesse
2: Dalamore.
1: All right, everybody. Episode 716 of the show. I'm Jesse Dollamore. That over there is Brittany Page. Thank you for joining us.
3: 2020 has continued. That's the theme of this week. Yeah. It's still here. It's still here. I'm...
1: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, it's just a continue. Wait, I mean, I hope this doesn't bode for what is to come in 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is just the... The death throes, the the, 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 the the headless chicken that's still running around in the yard.
3: Yeah. Well, and here's the thing about what we saw this week with the attack on the Capitol. Any person who's been paying attention knows that this is where all of this was headed. I mean, that's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. You have Matt Gates now trying to blame antifa and i've seen predictably
1: so by the way
3: i've seen trump supporters sharing fake memes about with messages from antifa saying dress up as trump supporters and infiltrate the insurrection that's not what happened
1: no one reasonable thinks that yeah in fact um, i've seen videos of people saying this for sure and then they say oh there was Here's this is what happened. This is the evidence of that. But there's no that's never provided. They just make a claim that they saw something. Yeah. But then they never like, oh, where is that? Oh, uh, something I saw.
3: Well, and I the only saving grace here is that people like Ted Cruz and I I don't want to call him reasonable, but some people may call him like a reasonable figure because he recently ran for president and only recently jumped on the voter fraud train but he's now trying to desperately back away and that's been a a theme that i've been seeing is some republicans backing away trying to escape now that they've seen that it's gone too far and it's not going to look good for them if they don't yeah and some who apparently want to try to blame antifa after they've been stoking this fire for how long
1: there is a lot of 11th hour attempts to clear their reputations, a lot of that.
3: Yeah, and don't let it happen.
1: No, even Mike Pence now. Yeah, people are saying. Well, even Mitch McConnell gave a speech on the on the on the floor of the Senate after all of this went down when they did their second try at certifying the vote. And I don't have audio of it, but suffice to say, it was it was uh, him. This is all unacceptable and. Oh, uh, the very core of our democracy is at risk here. And, uh, da, 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 and- mm-hmm. No, dude, you don't get to do this. Unfortunately, it worked on some people. Mm-hmm. We've both heard from people who, oh, I was so appreciative of hearing Mitch McConnell say that or Lindsey Graham say this. And uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. for four years. You led us to where we got on Wednesday. Where our country is right now is because of the legitimizing of Donald Trump, the looking the other way of his uh, with his fascistic bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm, for one, am not going to forget. And to the point of Antifa, I mean everybody's waiting for you to talk about this, so we might as well just get to it, that your high school boyfriend, certainly not Antifa, Mm -hmm. certainly not also some avowed, organized white supremacist either, which I've seen. I don't think, I mean, maybe he is now. Yeah. But he was like a good little Mormon boy, Mm -hmm. went on a Mormon mission.
3: (laughs) he was a Mormon boy. I don't know if he was a good little Mormon boy. He went
1: on a mission. He He served a mission for the church.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm just referring to... In my
1: experience, it's always the most dedicated of Mormons who serve a mission. It's not your fuck-ups.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, uh, I'm aligning his character in that. But he definitely followed the rules of the church, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it was, it was weird.
1: Tell the story when he got back off his mission. Well, And was just, I do declare, there's so much swearing here. I don't (laughs) approve of this language, y'all.
3: Well, so let me talk about first the reaction, though, and then I'll get there because it's been very weird. So I tweeted about this because you showed me the picture of the protester that was on the Senate floor sitting in Mike Pence's seat, and he thought it was Nancy Pelosi's seat. He didn't know where he was. (laughs)
1: Dumb guy, for sure.
3: Um. And I said, that's Josiah Colt, and we dated in high school, and it was a strange feeling knowing one of these people. Yeah. That is, I mean, it's it was almost like a feeling like you know, uh, like a mass shooter or something, you know, like seeing the headlines of someone that you know. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. Like, I know this person. Sure, yeah. Now, I'm not connected to him in any way. I haven't spoken to him. I've been saying 2008. It may be 2007. I don't know. Um, we haven't been connected on social media even in that time. I know he added me on Facebook maybe six years ago and I denied the request just because I, for other reasons, our relationship was not a good one and I I don't really want to be connected to him. I don't want to get into all that, but, um, yeah, he, he was a Mormon and people have been saying, good thing you got out of that. Um, yeah. I've I've heard comments criticizing my taste in men because he's a <laughs> terrorist. Um, you were a kid. I was 16. Also, he wasn't always a terrorist, guys. Yeah. I mean, he was voted most likely to be a millionaire in high school. People really got that one wrong. It was because he was into multi-level marketing. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I interest you in some ACN, everybody? That's exactly some what it was. Lo- Is that what it was? Yeah, it was ACN. It's a long distance service.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, he he went on a mission. He he was a very faithful Mormon. I at one point thought I would convert. Very funny for people that know me now. Um, and he went on a mission, and then he came back, and I was an atheist, so things had changed, but. We we connected, and he came over, and my family was watching the wonderful film, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah,
1: that is a wonderful film. We were
3: all watching it together with my two younger sisters. I don't know how old they were at the time, but it's an appropriate film for all ages, I think. <laughs> you know, the character arc for Damone. Yeah. Really he, great one.
1: He's he's the little... The he's guy, the little prick. He's the guy who wears, like, the, the weird newsy hat, and... Uh... He's the ticket scalper guy. Yeah, he really he
3: gets what's coming to him.
1: Consequences. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, anyway, so we were watching that and he got really upset and left and then called me the next day and just said that we're really different and he found it really inappropriate that we were watching that because it had foul language and depicted sexual images. You know, know.
1: the important things in life is avoiding curse words.
3: (laughs) Sure. So I was like, okay, well, you know, good luck. And (laughs) yeah, you know, we couldn't even we didn't continue a friendship. But I don't know what happened to him. You know, I can't explain it. It was pretty shocking to see because he didn't really have any strong political views when I knew him. I mean, he was obviously a conservative. We're from Meridian, Idaho, and he was a Mormon. So um, obviously conservative leanings. But I went to his profile on Facebook before it was deleted, and he's like full QAnon, conspiracy theorist, very gone off the deep end.
1: There there were Facebook posts that had tagged him uh, apparently, ostensibly, on their way to D.C. They were in a Mm. hotel room in Memphis, and he's laying in bed with a a Glock Mm -hmm. uh, handgun at his side. And then whoever tagged him posted it like, oh, I'm here with Josiah Colt the patriot and we're going to go it, uh, or whatever you know some stupid thing <laughs> um so yeah, yeah he, he radicalized he is at at this point he is radicalized he took part in an insurrection against the united states of america in an attempt to overturn a free and fair election there's that wasn't a protest that wasn't a riot it was a coup attempt. Mm-hmm. It was an insurrection against our country. Yeah. And he took part. Well, and now he's backing away big time.
3: For sure. Yeah, he's begging for forgiveness released a statement. I just love my country, y'all. Re- released a statement that they apparently printed the way that he wrote it. You know, Grammarly I think is free. Not for advanced issues, yeah. but for basic issues like spelling and grammar. And I think Grammarly might be good for him to download. It's in in an app and you can also get a Google Chrome extension. Um but it was also weird people saying uh that I it's it's a good thing I got out of that and found you. Like, they think I went from this, yeah. <laughs> this high school...
1: Like, there wasn't almost a lifetime in between um, your high school boyfriend and your now husband.
3: <laughs> it was also, like, people thought, maybe I'm 20 years old, and this was two years ago. Right, You yeah. know, and I'm I'm 31. <laughs> this was what feels like a very long time ago. I realize it's not that long, but it was also, like, a blip on the radar when I look back at my life. So it was weird to have people... Looking at the tweet about it and putting their own spin on it, just filtering it through their own perception of, I guess, maybe how they've lived their life with their high school relationships.
1: <laughs> yeah, Well, it's also it's 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 I think it's very easy for people to ascribe a one dimensionality to an individual like that when the, all you see is terrorist in the presiding officer seat of the United States Senate, hmm. having trespassed, having scaled the wall down into the Senate chamber from the from the visitors' gallery mm-hmm. and then you think oh that that's that's a white bin Laden there mm-hmm. and don't think of anything what led him there that maybe he was a, a decent kid, you know I mean he he clearly made a million dollars off of multi level marketing what's he doing here
3: yeah, <laughs> oh God, well,
1: I was trying to find the statement because I really did want to illustrate just how much he's backpedaling right now. Well, and it, it, I'm sure that he's getting ready to be arrested. There was a slew of arrests. A slew, Brittany. I don't know <laughs> that I've ever used that word before. But there were many arrests today, including a an elected member of the West Virginia uh, House of Delegates or their House of Representatives was arrested for this. So if he's not arrested now, it's very soon out there, Josiah Colt.
3: Well, and before I read the statement... That's another thing that was happening is people saying, don't let him take up space in your head or like you're like, oh, oh, no. I know. Bringing back all these emotions. I know. Or (laughs) I'm so sorry, which I appreciated from people who knew me, but like strangers on the internet, I wasn't sure how it was landing. And this tweet got a lot of likes, not A lot in terms of how many other people get, but it was a lot for me. My phone was blowing up. Like
1: like 5,500 likes. That's a lot.
3: That's a lot. And a lot of strangers were commenting on my life, and it was making me very anxious. People
1: are real, (laughs) real dumb.
3: And I was like talking to you about it because you're very familiar with strangers commenting on you. And you were kind of helping me through it, so I appreciate that.
1: You just got to put it out of your mind.
3: Yeah, but ultimately I'm I'm happy that I did it because the goal was to increase the exposure and increase the number of reports to authorities so that he can get the consequences that he deserves. And there
1: actions. have been. And then also I did a video where I mentioned it and not even talking about the thing I did. Your tweet, hundreds of reports. Mm hmm. I mean, we've been both getting emails of yep. people taking screenshots of the report to the FBI. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not in good straits right now.
3: Well, here's a statement so you can hear his side of oh, the yeah. story.
1: statement. I can't forget that.
3: I love America. I love the people. I didn't hurt anyone, and I didn't cause any damage in the chamber. I got caught up in the moment, and when I saw the door to the chamber open, there were actually two twos there. So I should have read it as it was. Sorry, I won't edit it anymore. Okay. okay? I walked in, hopped down, and sat on the chair. I said my peace. Now, this is like peace on earth.
1: Peace sign? Yeah. I said, I said, I said my peace.
3: Then I helped a gentleman get to safety that was injured, then left. While in the chamber, I told the other, other protesters that this is a sacred place
1: oh. and not
3: to do any damage. Some of them wanted to trash the place and steal stuff, but I told them not to and to leave everything in its place. (laughs) We're still on sacred ground and sincerely apologize to the American people. That's how it transitioned. I recognize my actions that have brought shame upon myself, my family, my friends, my beautiful country. In the moment, I thought I was doing the right thing. I realize now that my actions were inappropriate. Two words. And I beg. Wait, wait, wait.
1: What do you mean two words? Oh, in. Appropriate,
3: Correct. And I beg for forgiveness from America and my home state of Idaho. My intention wasn't to put a stain on our great country's democratic process. That's
1: that's it. So so let me, first of all, let me say this. You don't get to that place in the United States Senate. I'm just talking physically the building. You don't get there unless you've already walked by all kinds of chaos from people who are also infiltrated the building. For sure. There have been reports of, People shitting on the steps and pissing on the floors and on paintings and wiping their feces all over the walls. And you think that? And, and by the way, how he how he categorizes himself as just? Oh, I hopped down onto the Senate floor. You don't hop down. He had to scale down mm-hmm. as to not break his legs when he landed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a giant room. It's big, mm-hmm. but you, when you get there, it's a lot smaller than you think it. It's going to be when you walk in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't buy it. Mm-hmm. This is sacred, Grant. So sacred that you didn't just walk down the stairs to go into the Senate chamber. You scaled over the edge.
3: Right.
1: I mean, does he think that that's how Patrick Leahy, the almost 80-year-old man, gets down into the Senate chamber is jumping down?
3: Well, it's also, you didn't get caught up in the moment. This was planned. Yes. You traveled from Idaho To Washington, D.C. Had
1: pictures of you with your gun talking about going to, to do whatever.
3: Right. Ready for battle was the comment. Yeah,
1: that's right. Ready for battle.
3: So, I mean, come on. You didn't get caught up in the moment. This was planned. This was orchestrated. This is what you wanted. Now you're terrified because your name is all over the Internet. And I'm sure your family is embarrassed. And I'm sure your friends are embarrassed. Only
1: months ago when when uh, civil war named monuments were being torn down across the country donald trump signed an executive order with penalties up to 10 years in prison for defiling federal monuments and buildings so little twist of irony there that they will likely face those kinds of penalties and here's the other thing because i do bring a little bit of expertise having worked in the building and on, on in on the Senate floor and around the Senate for years, the United as it's been said, there's all kinds of cameras everywhere in the Capitol building. But I w- I really want to stress, this isn't like a 7-Eleven surveillance camera. <laughs> These are high tech, high def spend the exp- um security systems.
3: You mean it doesn't like re-record every 24 yeah, hours right, and right, then right. the film is gone. It
1: doesn't like clip away and show another angle. We're talking full-time massive monitoring uh security setup there, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why it's so disconcerting that they were allowed to break in. I'm choosing those words carefully. Because we knew this was on its way to DC. We knew there's no way that federal authorities and capital law enforcement didn't know. So the fact that they weren't ready means that was a choice. And one of the reasons they weren't ready, and it was a choice, is because this was a group of white people. This wasn't Black Lives Matter. Have you seen the picture of the the masked and outfitted in utilities and tactical gear, line after line after line of federal law enforcement official, standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Because it was Black Lives Matter. This, nah, they're fine. They're white people. They're not going to do anything.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and there were even some video clips of the police opening the barricades. And this was in a few different areas surrounding the Capitol where they're actually opening the barricades and letting people in. And I know you have said that you don't really know what that is, that you you don't know what the context was. I'm sure that a lot of people feel that way watching the video, but it doesn't look good, especially with what we know about cops and their treatment of right-wing protesters compared to Black Lives Matter, for example.
1: Not only that, what we know about the infiltration, the easy infiltration of these law enforcement groups by racists, white nationalists, violent um, ne'er-do-wells. People who who aren't looking out for the best interest, aren't looking to, to serve their country and their oath. They're looking to, to, to thump on someone, mm-hmm. to subjugate someone, to be in power and authority over someone, especially if that person is of color.
3: Well, and capital a capital police officer is dead That's as right. a result of all this. And these are the blue lives matter people. Yeah, oh yeah. And I know Ted Cruz tweeted about it and said he's lifting the officer up in prayer and again, um you contributed to this. You were complicit in this. Anyone who has championed the election fraud lies yeah. and encouraged people to take to the streets and I mean, we're going to play clips. They use violent language when they're talking about what the people should do in response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they want to back away from that and act like that's not, that's the wrong message.
1: Yeah, there are, for me, there are, I mean, they're all bad. But there are two types of Republicans related to what happened on Wednesday. You've got your Republicans, like Mitch McConnell, who have propped up Donald Trump, allowed Donald Trump to run amok, ignored the tweets, ignored the violent talk, and let him do his thing. And then you've got, even worse, the Ted Cruz's and the Josh Hawley's and all of the ding-dongs in the house, like Matt Gates, Louis Gomert, Paul Gosar, who are whipping the crowd still, even today, whipping the crowd into a frenzy. And they're even worse. They should be not censured. They should be removed from office. It wouldn't be an impeachment proceeding because that's not what impeachment does. But each house, the Senate and the House of Representatives, each chamber, each body has a responsibility to cull its own herd as it were, to 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 punish and as they see fit. They can expel a member. And it's time. Ted Cruz needs to go. Josh Hawley who during all of this, was outside holding up his solidarity fist in the air mm-hmm. to these, these unwashed QAnon cowards who murdered a Capitol police officer who whine about Black Lives Matter and Antifa being violent mobs. And they went up there they breached the Capitol, they smashed in the windows, they ransacked the place, they stole sensitive government documents, and they did it under the guise of MAGA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These were MAGA terrorists. There's no other way to put it.
3: Well, it's just, it's weird to see the people posing with their guns and come and get it. I wish they'd come to me. Yeah. All, all these very hyper masculine images that are always circulating on parlor and wherever else they congregate. And then they do the insurrection on the Capitol, and now they're facing consequences, and suddenly the tough guy bravado is gone. Yeah. And they're like, wait, I uh, misunderstood. There's- I love my country. <laughs> Yeah, what what happened to you're taking your country back, you're fighting for your rights. Does that just go away because now everyone knows and sees through it? Like how how were you suddenly able to put it together that you what you did was wrong?
1: Yeah. Also, getting caught up in the moment not an excuse. Well, <laughs> That's the excuse of someone weak-minded.
3: Also, where nitwit. where are the people that care about these people and are like, "Can you not Can you not go to DC and do that, please? Like, this is, you're taking it a little too far.
1: It was, you were working. Yeah. And so you're out of the media sphere. You don't have a TV. You're, you're, you know, doing your work. Mm -hmm. And I was watching it escalate and get worse and worse and worse. And the crowd came in and I'm like, "Uh, where is she? And as soon as the door opened, I, I, you gotta, you gotta put everything that, come in here. This is, what is happening is insane. I mean, this is a historical moment. It, this is outside of the norm of even our craziest moments in the country.
3: Yeah, and I thought Popeye had just, like, pooped on the carpet or Cause something. Because I was so
1: panicked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably wouldn't panic for that.
3: I'm like, can't you just clean it up? I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Why or what's going on?
1: But uh, I'm still a little shaken. Yeah. I mean, because we're talking about... And it's not too tough a word. Finally, also, the media. Finally! I know, Jesus. Finally, the media's coming around. This is an insurrection. This is a coup. Yes. Yes! How long have we been saying that this is what we have in store if we do not take care of Donald Trump?
3: Here's what scares me. Is what's going to happen next time... Now that they know that that's the response when they're breaking windows and charging into the Capitol building?
1: Well, listen, uh, I've seen some tweets. We've, we've got friends um, who are internet people. Oh. And I've. Team Ian tweeted, <laughs> tweeted that uh, he's not happy that that woman was killed, that, that is, uh, that's just violence against citizens from the state, and it's disgusting. I don't know that I agree. You're
3: talking about the woman that was shot Shot. when she was uh, apparently breaking the window into the Capitol, right? Isn't that where she was? Yes, I
1: believe that's where she was.
3: And this is the woman from San Diego that is also a conspiracy theorist. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Listen, I don't don't rejoice in her death or anyone's death. But if you're going to invade... Let's put it this way. If, If ISIS had a a, a a command of of, uh, terrorists converge on the United States Capitol in tactical gear and helmets, and they breached the Capitol, and they were marauding through the building, I would expect them to be shot on sight. Every single one. Because... They are dangerous, violent terrorists. It is no different with this group because they're white and they're American. It doesn't matter. They were there to create terror. And they succeeded. They killed someone. Five people are dead. I don't know the the, the circumstances surrounding all the deaths. But they weren't there to redress their government. They were there to overthrow an election to ensure that their guy stays in office in spite of the fact that he lost. So, I don't know that there's... I mean, they were treated remarkably kindly. They were. The the, the door was held open for them as they marched out, whooping and hollering
3: in in some cases that is the case did you see the the protesters charging the black police officer as he ran up the stairs and
1: I have heard about that video I haven't seen it
3: Tried his best to prevent them from coming in but ultimately if you're one guy yeah. versus a crowd right. that's a precarious situation and you got to you got to kind of make decisions in that moment of your safety versus your job Yeah and he, I think he knew that there was just nothing he could do Well
1: listen there Heads need to roll, figuratively. Uh, the, the, the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms, Sergeant-at-Arms, the House Sergeant-at-Arms, I believe, has already quit. But the, the, the I believe the, the, the Chief of the Capitol Police has, has quit as well. I'm not sure about the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms quitting. But he, if he hasn't quit already, he needs to quit or be fired. This was an abdication of their duty, and it was because the group was white. That is the reason. Oh, why would this group do anything? They love the thin blue line flag. This is the Blue Lives Matter crowd. They're not going to disrespect the blue. As they bury one of their own. As flags fly at half staff above the Capitol. And by the way, not, not over the White House, only the Capitol building. And And the White House won't answer why.
3: Well, I want to talk about Twitter banning Trump real quick because it fits in with what we're talking about. Um, they suspended his account. At Real Donald Trump is suspended. You cannot access the tweets. Yeah. And I actually think that that is something that Twitter needs to release is an archive of all of his tweets. It's
1: a great idea.
3: Because it, it should be historical record. People should have access to them. And it's useful to search through it. Just the madness. Uh, Good that he's not causing problems anymore. I'm happy that they finally did it. Should have happened much, much sooner. And Facebook also took the same action. I don't believe that it has been permanently deleted, his Facebook page, but at least until after the inauguration is what I read.
1: That is what they've said, that at least until then.
3: And so this proves to everybody that all along they've had the ability to use their terms and conditions in such a way that allows for removing the account.
1: Again, it's 11th hour bullshit. It is, oh, at the very end, oh, we did the right thing. We we took the bold move in stopping him, stopping this fascist, stopping this authoritarian, stopping this someone who promoted violence, incited an insurrection against the United States of America. And the reason, when you go to his profile, it says... Twitter suspends accounts which violate the Twitter rules.
3: Yeah. So they cite a tweet that he sent on today. The 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Shortly thereafter, he tweeted, To all of those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration January 20th. Now, based on Twitter's assessment, they say that taking these two tweets in the context of the events of the week...
1: He's letting them know, I won't be there, y'all. You have at it. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't put that together until just now. Yeah. said that.
3: And they actually cite in this blog telling everyone why they took this action that plans for future armed protests had already begun proliferating on and off Twitter, including quote, a proposed secondary attack on the U S Capitol and state Capitol buildings on January 17th.
1: Yeah. So Twitter, not the United States government and our counterintelligence apparatus, but Twitter is noticing chatter. They're logging. They're putting two and two together. They're connecting the dots. And there are subsequent attacks that are in the works that Twitter is getting ahead of now listen it's it's good finally that they did this, but we're years late on this
3: well part part of i mean part of what they're saying here right is that he's encouraging a violent act he's he's encouraging another violent act. And that's what he already did. And that's what everyone has been telling you is going to happen. Right. And telling Mark Zuckerberg. These have been the complaints that people have bringing up when they talk about Facebook and when they talk about Twitter. And finally, after the event happens, they say, oh, well, let's delete those accounts. We, yeah. can, we can stop this from happening. It's just strange that it took it actually happening for them to do something.
1: Yeah. So on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little, well, on the other side of the break, we're going to get some phone calls, and then we're going to get to some clips of what led to this. Why I'm so forceful and so certain that this was an insurrection. This was incited by Donald Trump's MAGA goons. But before that, here we go. I Doubt It is an independent podcast
2: supported by listeners like you via Patreon. Your support on Patreon, for as little as $2 a month, helps keep the show going and move the conversation forward one podcast at a time. If you find the show informative, entertaining, or both, go to dollamore.com slash Patreon and choose the contribution level that's right
1: for you.
3: Shout out to Chris for re-recording our Patreon role for us. We very much appreciate that.
1: He emailed us or messaged us on Twitter or something and said, hey, uh, I sent one in and it was in the spam folder. Hmm. Because all, not only months ago I switched over to G Gmail for our domain email services, and they're they're tyrants about the spam. There's all kinds of stuff in there that wasn't spam.
3: Tyrants, huh? That seems like a strong word.
1: No, they're tyrants.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> so we would like to thank our new Patreon supporters, Joshua P. Joshua P, HJK. H-J-K. Chester C. Chester C. Kingsley D.. Kingsley D.. Shelley? Shelley. Cynthia S.
1: Cynthia S. Robert T.. Robert T.
3: Paul E. K.
1: Paul E.. K.
3: Rick L.
1: Rick L.
3: Jimmy F.
1: Jimmy F. F is in Foxtrot. Or S is in Sierra.
3: F is in Foxtrot.
1: All oh, right? I
3: didn't know if that was a question.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't want to.
3: I wish I had that military thing down because I always end up choosing words that are strange.
1: I don't remember who. I think it's, I, I think it's, Um, who's the, who's the, is it Regan? Mike Regan? Who's the comedian?
3: Michael Regan?
1: Yeah, yeah. Michael Regan.
3: Is that sound, Is that right?
1: I think so. Regan, whatever. Anyway, he had a funny bit when I was uh, in high school that I used to do when I'd spell my name to people and i'm not going to do his thing but I-, I would do this spelling my name to people on the phone it's d is in dallamore o is in Olimore, l is in lalamore <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a great idea yeah
1: i love that it's pretty funny okay and i stole it you know yeah good times
3: all right back to the patreon support debbie t oh
1: wow i didn't know we were still going debbie t
3: <laughs> we we are still going rebecca t
1: rebecca t
3: Brianna T.
1: Brianna T. Ivan D. Ivan D.
3: And now we will cover the Patreon supporters who have increased their pledges.
1: You are just, your brain <laughs> is scanning over there trying to figure out how to put this in order.
3: All right. Evelyn T. Evelyn T. Fred B. Fred B. Charity J. Charity J. Bradley G. Bradley
1: G. I feel
3: like I'm starting to copy the way that you say it. Pavel.
1: Pavel.
3: And that concludes our Patreon supporters.
1: (laughs) That was a nightmare.
3: Okay, well, that's because I'm scrolling as I read. Well, we
1: skipped last episode. We just forgot about it because we didn't have the Patreon drop. And we have like a... You know, we get in a rhythm of of segments, and, you know, we
3: forgot. Okay, so we are running the Patreon special (laughs) this month.
1: We got the stickers.
3: We got the stickers, so those are going to be going out. Remember, current Patreon supporters, we're giving you until January 15th to update your address on Patreon. If you can't figure out how to update your address on Patreon, just send us a message, and I'll do it through that. It's no problem. Um, sometimes when you sign up for Patreon, if you aren't $5 and above, they don't give you the option to put your address in. You can go in and edit your account and put it in though. So I would recommend that you do that. If you're giving $2 or $3, go and put your address in there because you're, you're going to get stickers. Also,
1: it's, it's a, not to be a dick about it, but it's for sure easier on us because we're going to use a mail merge program. That'll just. Filter all your all your addresses and then we're gonna have them printed, so we're not having to hand write hundreds of envelopes. Yeah, because that's a uh, not a not a fan of that.
3: So definitely do that for us. And if you become a Patreon supporter through the end of the month, the any end amount. of January, in any amount, you will also get the new sticker design with the new logo, which Jesse did not create. (laughs) We hired a company to create that. And also the sticker from Sarah in Connecticut that she created just as a gift to the show. So all the supporters get to partake in that gift.
1: Fantastic. So anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support by way of phone call, by way of uh, monetary support. That is great. Your help goes a long way to not only just buoy our spirits, but also... Uh, Keep the lights on. Keep the show rolling. All right, let's get to some phone calls. We did get a few.
4: Hey, Jesse. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Uh, bye-bye. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Um, Just listened to your recent episode, and I am uh, not making any New Year's resolutions because, well, 2020 was a shit show and nothing worked out the way we wanted it to anyway. Um, But as far as these Donald Trump tapes, the uh Watergate equivalent, I guess. Man, I am just hoping and praying to whatever is up there that he is prosecuted for this, because like you said, 52 U.S. Code, Section 2511, it, he should be impeached for this. And yeah, 14, 16, whatever days it is to go now, he's got to go one way or another. And you've got Nicola Sturgeon, from Scotland saying he's not welcome here, even if it is his property. Um, I, I just hope that everything kind of goes less belly up this year, I guess. I I I, I want to be bored again with politics. I, I'm going to school for political sciences. I'm hoping to be a constitutional lawyer um, eventually. But this past year has just been – it's been a shit show, and that's why I'm not making any resolutions. I'm just going to try to be better, and I think that's all any of us can do. Uh Anyway, I love you guys. Love the show. Um, Brittany and Popeye are the best part, but you're pretty awesome, too. So, happy new year. Hope you guys are well. Take care.
0: Love the show. Brittany's
2: the best part. Bye.
1: Amazing that I, that this call, I was going to not play the call because it didn't have to do with the crazy events that happen, mm. as I say crazy multiple times, <laughs> but it really goes to Donald Trump in just this last week is, is still continuing right. <laughs> to conduct himself in manners that that urge impeachment. They beg for removal from office. It's not just the insurrection. It's his call with Brad Raffensperger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Where he's 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 imploring him, he's pressuring him to find the 11,780 votes that he needs to over, to win the election, to overturn a free and fair election, which obviously that didn't go anywhere and led to the events on Wednesday. Yeah. And by the way, I am fully on board. Donald Trump absolutely needs to be impeached. Um articles of impeachment are being drawn up right now. I haven't read them myself yet. I haven't, we've, we're in the middle of moving. So it's all kinds of stuff is happening right now for us. But what I've heard is that there is language in this draft impeachment, um, this draft article of impeachment, there is language in there about the Brad Raffensburger call. Hmm. So it's not just about the insurrection, which is on its face enough. Yeah. And let me say this about that. This needs to happen yesterday. Mm -hmm. They're going to wait till Monday in true congressional fashion. We need our weekend. We got to have our time off. (laughs) Just do it already. And even if the Senate isn't going to go for it, you still have to do it to send a message and get this on the historical record that Congress didn't just like, oh, yeah, well, he's going to be gone anyway, so just let him go. Mm -hmm. No, because there's still... A far better chance than there was before that the Senate will go along with it and remove him. He won't have a pension. He won't have Secret Service protection. He will be disgraced. They will vote to disallow him to run for any federal office in the future. All of these things would be fantastic for the country, fantastic for Democrats, and even fantastic for Republicans who wouldn't have to worry about Donald Trump having... So much sway and holding their party hostage anymore, even though they'll just raise up another one.
3: Well, and there's 12 days left. So what else is going to happen in these 12 days? It's, a, it's a terrifying thought.
1: I was going to say I'm scared.
3: Do you know who the first Republican senator was to call on Trump to resign?
1: Uh, either uh, Ben Sass or uh, Lisa Murkowski.
3: Lisa Murkowski. Yeah. Yeah. So...
1: Who hasn't been great, but she has certainly been somewhat of an opponent Mm -hmm. over time. She's no Mitt Romney, even though, as I've mentioned before, (laughs) Mitt Romney voted to remove Donald Trump from office during the impeachment trial and then voted to confirm his judges. So, F him too.
3: Well, it's been... This has been... It's all performative with these Republicans coming forward now and talking about how... This shouldn't be happening. We don't want to see this. This
2: isn't who we are.
3: Elaine Chao resigning. Betsy DeVos resigning. All that is is trying to shirk their responsibility. They don't want to have anything to do with the 25th Amendment.
1: Right. Which, by the way, everybody talks about, oh, they just need to do the 25th Amendment. There's a lot more. Just do it. Well, there's a lot more moving parts if you try to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Donald Trump from power. It doesn't remove him from office. It removes any trappings of presidential power from him and transfers it to Mike Pence. For one, for the other thing, you need Mike Pence on board. You need a preponderance of the cabinet on board. You need Congress on board. There's just a lot more going on. But the Washington Post is reporting tonight that uh, Steve Mnuchin, of all people, is actually talking about it. It's, like, a topic that he's considering.
3: Hmm. I thought they said he was in on the meeting.
1: That means he's considering it. Why would you take a meeting about it if you're oh, totally opposed? Unless you're running interference and then going back to Donald Trump to tell him what's up.
3: Yeah, that's what, I, maybe he's trying to get some
1: deets. Maybe, maybe so.
3: He is Steven Mnuchin. Yeah. Steven Mnuchin, Steve Mnuchin?
1: Steve, well, you know, both.
3: Mm-hmm. Steve and Louise, right?
1: I was trying to make a... uh, Yeah, I think her name is Louise. Yeah, yeah. She's
3: the worst. That picture of them holding the money. Yes. Yeah.
1: Her with her tagging her Louis Vuitton bags and whatever else on the private jet. Yeah, on her Instagram. She's tagging all these brands. (laughs) She's just the worst. Mm. Just the worst. Yeah. So... Oh, we still got voicemails. See, I'm all over the place right now. I'm ready to move into these clips. And well, there's
3: a lot happening. Play Rudy
1: Giuliani talking about trial by combat. And we still have voicemails to play. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it very much. Caller who didn't leave your name.
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is, uh Landis. I'm calling from Montana. Uh, so today is January the 6th, and today we witnessed a mob of self-anointed patriots tear down an American flag on the face of the United States Capitol building and replace it with a Trump flag. We watched this same group of people, remember the ones that demonized Colin Kaepernick for kneeling for the fucking national anthem? Those guys. We watched them parade a 10-foot fucking treason flag, a Confederate treason flag, through the United States Capitol building. I, I don't know. What? What happened? This is a, a, a breach of national security. This is a bunch of dipshits wandering through the United States Capitol building Unabated. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys are awesome.
2: Keep up the good work. You're both the best part.
1: Start to rouse him from his slumber. Landis in, in, in Montana. Speaking of Montana, so Greg Gianforte, who's the Montana governor, he tweeted something the other day after all of this or during all of this and said... Uh, uh, violence is never the answer love you know, peaceful blah 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 and Olivia Nuzzi retweeted it with comment something like uh you literally body slammed a reporter on the ground you fucking idiot mm-hmm. i think is what she she it's the <laughs> fucking idiot part that i love yeah because she's like legit stand-up um respected journalist yeah you know, commentator on CNN and stuff. For
3: sure. And, you know,
1: calling the uh, governor of Montana a fucking idiot. Because he is.
3: <laughs> yeah. It-
1: ben Jacobs, mm-hmm. he assaulted a reporter, was convicted mm-hmm. for assaulting a reporter when he was uh, running for Congress. Yeah. And uh, he now he has the temerity to... Mm-hmm. Oh, Violence is never the answer.
3: When that's something that was, I don't know if it was carved into a door on the Capitol or if it was written murder on the, the door. media. Yeah, it said "murder the media." And I actually want to quote Josiah, my high school boyfriend, and
1: he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting a lot of airtime today. And
3: um, he was quoted as saying, "They're digging up more footage of him as the media." somehow gets a hold of it. I I don't know how they're getting it, but this KTVB article, which is the local news station in Boise, uh, quotes him as saying in a video on social media, it's time to take back our freedom. It's going to be crazy tomorrow. Praying that everybody are able to prove a point without violence, but you don't know. You don't know how it's going to go down. And then they say, later videos show in the aftermath of the Meridian Man's companions accidentally releasing bear spray into the van in which they were riding.
1: I mean, really? It's just a, 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 a just a comedy of errors with these idiots.
3: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Just blundering morons.
3: But they think they're warriors. Oh, they're yeah. They're like, you never know what's gonna go down, but we're gonna be ready for it. They accidentally set off bear spray in their van. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my! Laughable god. morons.
3: It's amazing.
1: And they're, you know, the, the, what they want to be, wicked Warriors. Didn't, yeah. didn't have what it took to actually join the military. Right. And go through the rigors of the training and the discipline and everything else. But they want to the wear the outfit. The sacrificing of your life. Yeah, but you want to look cool in the outfits. Yeah. You want to have your hand on a Glock in bed as you talk about preparing for battle. Right. You little Mormon puke.
3: You want the outfit. You want the accessories. It's like when I wanted to be a cheerleader in middle school.
1: Only for the outfit.
3: Only for the outfit. No pep.
1: No. No team spirit. In
3: fact, they wanted me to like walk out during my tryout and like do the woo and like yeah, you know? like
1: like a cheerleader. And I
3: just walked out silently to my place where I started my dance.
1: I mean, seriously. <laughs> Here, oh, we we have footage of it.
3: <laughs> I'm sure they were like, um, I should have just said, listen, I just want the outfit to wear to school. Can I get one?
1: <laughs> wow.
3: I'll I'll pay for it.
1: So let's talk about this, because, well, no, we got another call. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Oh. That, that was going to give me a perfect segue into these other MAGA morons, like Giuliani and Don Jr. and Donald Trump, who never served, yes. who evaded service, and then are talking about trial by combat and fight, fight, fight. Ugh. Anyway, thank you for the call, Landis. We appreciate it very much. Uh, absolutely, he needs to be impeached. Um the Confederate flag. I, I'm looking at my notes from the other call. Uh the Confederate flag was a disgrace in the Capitol building. The Trump flag. I posted a picture from the of the chaos from the from the 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 South the, that's the West. So that would be the South front of the Capitol. And it is there is smoke. And there are t- Trump flags, like, attached to the walls. And it really is a remarkable thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to play a clip a little later when we finally get to it. Like I keep <laughs> jumping the gun. But Don Jr. saying this is no longer their Republican Party. This is Donald Trump's Republican Party. Oh, my God. And that's really where this comes. This is This is what it's about. For sure. That Donald Trump has taken an already dysfunctional uh party with a human rights record that is abysmal and made it even worse even worse uh thanks for the call landis we appreciate it very much sorry about your governor all right last call
4: hey jesse hey Brittany. it's chris from new jersey uh first time calling in i've written in once or twice but i just i needed to talk to somebody today i know it's been a rough day i'm sure you guys have a lot of people calling in but uh i'm just sad I'm sure you guys are, too. I don't even know what to say about what's happening today. Uh, what's really shocking is the number of people who seem to be upset with me for saying how sad I was about what is happening in our country based on Facebook posts. It's uh, it's really depressing. Anyway, I just wanted to say you guys are doing a great job. I'm glad you've established such a great community for us and, and those around. I'm very active on the, the fan Facebook page. and I love all you guys. I hope you guys are getting through this okay. Have a good
3: day. I definitely think sad was one of the predominant feelings that we were both experiencing. I
1: totally I, normal, should not be shamed. It's sad what happened.
3: For sure it's sad because we're watching our country just I mean, it's madness. We're yeah. descending into madness. And I'm struggling with what I see, I'm, I'm still connected to people who support Donald Trump on Facebook. And uh, it's it's just difficult when you see their posts because it's unhinged from reality. And those people that were out there in front of the Capitol, unhinged. Yeah. And don- that's what Donald Trump wants. He loves it. He thinks it's funny. I, I don't know if he believes what he's saying about how he's actually the winner of the election. I don't know if he really believes By that. By
1: a landslide, he believes. but Zero. I mean, how, how could he believe that?
3: But what he loves is that there's so many people willing to go out into the streets and wreak havoc on his behalf for his cause. Yeah, this is... This and is, he is, barely has to do anything.
1: This is what baffles me about that, is that they're doing this for Donald Trump, not for the Republican Party... Not for democracy, not for America. It's, it's... Donald Trump, baby! It's this guy. Thousands of that guy. Donald Trump, any Hillary bitches on here? It's it's that guy. Why? What is attractive about Donald Trump as a person? He's a weakling, mentally physically, morally, ethically, ideology, ideolo- ideologically he's a dumb guy. He he's just he's a fake. Everything about him is fake. He's a phony, he's a fraud. He's a grifter. And they've swallowed it hook, line and sinker. I just it baffles me.
3: And I think that's the difficult thing is how clear it is for us and how not clear that is for the people on the right. Yeah. I think it is clear for a lot of people on the right before it became politically advantageous for them to adopt his views you, you and mean, style of governing.
1: You mean like people like 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 Lindsey Graham who called him a kook and a, a, a xenophobic religious bigot. Right. And a nut. And he's going to drag our party down and kill us all. Marco Rubio said the same things. Ted Cruz called a sniveling coward. I mean, yes, until they, until they had to, to to step in line.
3: Right, and that was almost all of them. I mean, Ted Cruz said the same exact thing. All of the people who ran against him when they were running for president saying. Those things they nailed it.
1: They saw it. They knew what he was.
3: Yeah, and I mean, maybe part of it was because they were running against him for president, but they were hitting the nail on the head.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you don't. You don't just every time you 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 make a critique of Donald Trump that you're nailing it. Right. That it's going to be the death of the Republican Party if he gets the nomination, Lindsey Graham said. And now he's drunk with power and influence. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters except for that. Right. Ugh. Anyway, I am with you, Chris. I am also sad. Mm-hmm. I am also angry. It's just a it's a it's a flood of all kinds of stuff going on emotionally, and uh, we'd better be ready to fight because this is not this is not going to be the last time. We might we might we may get rid of Donald Trump. He may lose his megaphone of Twitter. He might run to Parlor. who knows, even though Apple's now talking about banning Parlor from the App Store, so that's something. But uh, there will be another. It might be two elections or three from now, but there will be another because he gave rise to this. He made this an absolute possibility. So let's get to some of these clips that lead us to what happened. Before the crowd shifted its attention to the Capitol building, they were down closer to the White House on Pennsylvania Avenue. And the MAGA idiots were entertained by Rudy Giuliani, by the senator from Alabama, by Don Jr., by Trump himself. And I want to play some of this. Whipping this crowd. Whipping Josiah Colt into a frenzy talking about the battle that would ensue. Listen to Rudy Giuliani.
5: But if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. So, let's have trial by combat. I'm willing to stake, I'm willing to stake my reputation The president is willing to stake his reputation. And
1: let me tell you,
5: this isn't coded language.
1: Trial by combat. This is a direct admonition for the crowd, who at the very end would be told by Donald Trump to march up Pennsylvania Avenue toward the Capitol. I'm going with you, and we're going to motivate these senators to do the right thing.
3: Spoiler alert, he did not.
1: No, no, he did not. He marched right back into the bunker of the White House and watched on TV.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Donald Trump Jr., listen, I-, I do believe Rudy Giuliani should be prosecuted for this. I absolutely believe Donald Trump should be uh, impeached and removed from office. And he should face charges when he leaves office for this. Because this is a crime. What they did was a crime. They incited, at the very least, a riot. But they encouraged an insurrection against the government of the United States.
3: But you're also talking about that part where he's saying he's willing to risk his reputation. Yeah. The president is willing to risk his reputation. That even takes it a step further, I think. Yes. Where he's encouraging them. Like, are you willing to risk your reputation?
1: Absolutely. Putting it on them.
3: Yeah. Hey, Josiah, are you willing to risk your reputation?
1: Apparently he was. Yeah. Apparently he was. So listen to this little mashup. This is not all one thing that he said in the order that you're hearing it. Uh, This is a mashup from his speech. But it gives you a flavor of what was going on in Don Jr.'s goddamn head while he was talking to the crowd.
2: No, And it should be a message to all the Republicans who have not been willing to actually fight. The people who did nothing to stop this deal. This gathering should send a message to them. This isn't their Republican Party anymore. This is Donald Trump's Republican Party. You have an opportunity today. You can be a hero or you can be a zero. That's right, guys. That's the message. These guys better fight for Trump. Because if they're not, guess what? I'm going to be in your backyard in a couple of months. Guys like Scott here. Look it up. Wow. Okay. I can't go through the whole list because I don't have 45 minutes to go through all the patriots that have been fighting, that have been on the ground, that have mobilized to put. Good Republicans in those positions. Guess what, folks? If you're going to be the zero and not the hero, we're coming for you, and we're going to have a good
1: time doing it. He's talking about Republicans and Democrats who don't support Donald Trump. That if you don't do the right thing, I'm going to be in your backyard encouraging these people ostensibly to do the same thing. That if you don't support Donald Trump... We're coming after you, and it's going to be fun. Pretty clear what the message was. This is intimidation. This is whipping the crowd into a frenzy that would only moments later breach the entrance of the Capitol, smashing windows, trespassing, and murdering a federal law enforcement officer. And here's Donald Trump. And by the way, what this is going to lead to is Donald Trump's tepid, oh, hey, stop. You guys are special. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then his final completely handcrafted prompter message that "I'm, I'm not for this. This is unacceptable. The same people he was calling
5: special. But here he is inciting the crowd. I think one of our great achievements will be election security because nobody until I came along had any idea how corrupt our elections were. And again, most people would stand there at nine o'clock in the evening and say, I want to thank you very much. And they go off to some other life. But I said, something's wrong here. Something's really wrong. Can't have happened. And we fight. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Our exciting adventures and boldest endeavors have not yet begun. My fellow Americans, for our movement, for our children, and for our beloved country, and I say this, despite all that's happened, the best is yet to come. So we're going to, we're going to Walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol, and we're going to try and give. The Democrats are hopeless. They're never voting for anything. Not even one vote. But we're going to try and give our Republicans, the weak ones, because the strong ones don't need any of our help. We're going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: And that is what they did. I mean, sans Donald Trump. Right. That is what they did for the movement, for our children. It's a real blood and soil kind of tone Mm -hmm. to what he's saying. Mm Mm-hmm. That we're going to give Republicans the boldness that they need, the pride that they need. Ostensibly, we're going to motivate them to do the right thing, quote unquote.
3: Now let's go tell them.
1: We're going to go do that. We're going, meaning I'm going with you. I'll be there with you. Mm -hmm. And what did they do? They did what he asked them to do. They did what he directed them to do. And people died. And they were ultimately unsuccessful at overturning the election. And they put us in a situation now where the Speaker of the House of Representatives has to be on the phone with the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs To get some kind of an action plan in place in case Donald Trump decides to start a nuclear war Mm -hmm. or some other armed conflict. This isn't normal politics as usual. This isn't like, oh yeah, this is pretty weird. Holy shit. This is dangerous stuff. Over the course of the last few weeks, I've said multiple times, our nation is in tatters, our republic is in tatters. It is! We just had a failed insurrection at the United States Capitol Building. In America! In 2021! It's not Bogota! It's Washington, D.C. It's not some on-again, off-again state. We are the oldest democracy on planet earth and because not enough has been done for donald trump and this includes democrats nancy pelosi i don't know if it's the right move to impeach donald trump i don't know i don't know we got to weigh politics against all of this no republicans have certainly failed they are to blame But Democrat leaders absolutely have to. I'm not going to go as far as to say they have blood on their hands, but they certainly gave too large a role to political decision-making when we're talking about the health and welfare and survival of the republic. We haven't dropped the phone number yet. We'd love to hear from you. 657-464-7609. Of course, you can always email a voice memo from your smartphone to idoubtit at dollamore.com. So after the insurrection had been going on, Donald Trump took to the standing out in the Rose Garden, somebody holding an iPhone recording him, and he did this campy, stupid little video telling him, okay, everybody, go home. He was convinced he had to do this. He still didn't speak forcefully. It's not convincing when you start by saying that the election was absolutely stolen. Legitimizing their movement, legitimizing what they're doing, that the cause is just. Mm-hmm. This was stolen from us.
3: And that's really what he led with.
1: At, it is. Mm-hmm. And then
5: finishes with how special, how special Josiah Colt is. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. but go home and go home in peace.
3: So this is the best evidence that I have that he doesn't actually believe the election was stolen from him. Because, I mean, imagine if you believed that, right? If you truly believed that the election was stolen. Yeah. Like these people do.
2: Oh, they for sure that's believe That's what it.
3: they're doing yeah. because they really believe it. They're yeah. smashing in the Capitol building because they really believe it. And he's like, listen, it's a bad thing that happened, but... Not bad enough for all this heat that I'm getting. Okay, so let's just move along now. Things are too far. I'm feeling a little legal vulnerability popping up here. So if we could just move it along. You guys are
1: forcing me to seriously consider pardoning myself. (laughs) Right. Which, by the way, if I'm putting money on it, he's going to try that.
3: Well, I feel like it's a race right now. I feel like he's trying to decide how much can I get done before the next step happens. Yeah. And there's uh, an additional push for me to get the hell out. <sighs> is it going to be pardoning all kinds of additional terrible people, and then himself? Yeah. It's going to be the final, the final thing is going to be himself. I mean, it's hopefully it's not a war. Let's hope for that, and let's expect some more pardons for terrible people, and probably himself.
1: Yeah. Uh, There is one thing that I didn't play that I wanted to play, and that was from the speech that Don Jr. said. And it's just so – it really is telling of just what hypocrites these people are. Because for how long have they criticized the nature with which Black Lives Matter protests and Colin Kaepernick protests? Oh, you can't take a knee during the song. Oh, no. (laughs) During the song and then Don Jr. before he started his speech he's 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 uh, just praising the group about how listen you didn't burn anything down I can't I didn't know that was not I didn't know that was possible to not destroy things when you when you gather together this statement right here didn't really age well
2: hey guys you actually all did something. I didn't realize was possible I'm looking at the crowd here and the tens of thousands probably hundred thousand plus people here and you did it all without burning down buildings you did it without ripping down churches without looting I didn't know that that was possible according to the media When you have a large gathering of peaceful protesters, they're supposed to burn it all down.
3: My favorite thing about this clip is the way that he started it. Like, it's a terrible stand-up act. It reminded me (laughs) of when Sweet D tries stand-up. What's the deal with
1: those hands-free headsets? headsets?
3: (laughs) Um... On I mean, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, that's what that reminded me of. Yeah, that
1: he's what am I, one part robot and two parts asshole.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, I love it! I love it! Yeah, yeah. Tommy Lauren's in the same position where she has tweeted endless, countless times. Yeah, it's and same thing. She's a Blue Lives Matter person, and I haven't gone to her Twitter feed. To also, see... full maga. Yeah, I haven't gone to her Twitter feed to see the response to the Capitol police officer dying, but I'm sure she has a lot to say about that. Right. To her people.
1: Her people who did that.
3: Yeah.
1: There were Blue Lives Matter flags out there.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And a noose.
1: Of course. Of course there was a noose. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, all of this went down. Then Donald Trump was convinced, cajoled, pressured by staffers to go out there And then there's legal liability here, so he has to absolutely, no equivocation, distance himself, and condemn what they did. Remember, this is the guy who told them how special they were. And that the election was not just robbed from him, it was also robbed from them, the special
5: people. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now, tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation.
3: <laughs> what What? What? a beautiful illustration of gaslighting.
5: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's not all of it. That was just kind of what dealt with what happened.
3: Yeah. I... And he's
1: for sure <laughs> gaslighting us.
3: Yeah, he's gaslighting his supporters. He gets them all riled up, sends them in to do damage... And then says, whoa.
1: That was never my intention.
3: The people who did wrong things, they're going to be prosecuted. And uh, my focus right now is peace and reconciliation. I don't know what happened here.
1: But also, I'm leaving town, everybody, on the 19th. I'm not going to the the, the inauguration. So,
3: see ya. Yeah.
1: Whatever you guys do, I won't be there. All right? Mm -hmm. Mike Pence will. But I won't.
3: That's because it's always about covering his own ass. What are Donald Trump's actual principles and beliefs? It's really hard to actually nail that down. Well,
1: whatever's good for Donald Trump. yeah, Whatever's beneficial for Donald Trump.
3: Outside of covering his own ass, for sure. I don't know what his principles are.
1: I I do want to, there's been a lot of talk about this group, even the Josiah stuff, that, you know, these are just patriots. These are people who love their country. And there was one clip, and I played a moment of it, uh, quite a bit of it, actually, over a minute of it on on a YouTube video. But this is the clip, Brittany, where murder of the media is scrawled on the outside of the door mm. as the door is being held open for them by a black Capitol Police officer, allowing them to leave unimpeded after their mayhem, after the violence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And listen to the group. These aren't, oh, I got caught up in this kind of people. And we come back we're going to be armed hmm. we did it we stopped the vote we took back our country this is all language Donald Trump has been peppering in over the course of well four years preparing for this moment we gotta take back our country we gotta fight we come back we're not gonna be peaceful mm-hmm. this is the message of the we got caught up in the moment crowd
3: Mm-hmm. Well, in one of the clips unearthed by KTVB <laughs> from Josiah, continuing with the theme of the show, <laughs> he said he was quoted as saying that they weren't going to bring guns because of the optics. Essentially, he didn't use the word optics, but he said because of Quartz. the cameras. Uh, so assuming that they cameras were,
1: have optics,
3: they were <laughs> they were likely told in their recruitment and organizing that it wouldn't be good to appear armed. Yeah. I'm sure that some of them were.
1: Absolutely they were.
3: I don't know that I've seen pictures with guns, but yeah. I I am assuming that many likely were. It, armed. You
1: saw the crowd that I've seen. Uh, there's little doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we would love to know what you think. We certainly haven't covered everything here. This was more free form than than we normally do. But uh, we'd love to know what you think. Six five seven four six four. 7609. Of course, you can always email a voice memo or a regular old-fashioned email to idoubtit at dollamore.com. If we miss something or if there's something you want to talk about specifically, please do call in. Let us know. Let's continue this conversation because this topic's not going away anytime soon. There's all kinds of stuff that is happening related to it in the aftermath. So let us know. All right. Moving on. the of today.
3: Mia Ponsetto.
1: Oh, part duh.
3: I said her name wrong last time. I thought it was Maya. She spells it M-I-Y-A. That and seems
1: like, that seems like Maya.
3: Well, now that I know it's Mia, I can kind of see how it's Mia. Although I still think Maya.
1: Nah, it's Maya.
3: Well, okay. So you can call her whatever you want after you hear this interview because...
1: <laughs> call her dipshit.
3: It's... Wow. So, Gail King interviews her. Of course, this is the 22-year-old woman. From last episode. Yes. From last episode, she tackled the 14-year-old black kid because she accused him of stealing her cell phone.
1: Which she left in an Uber.
3: (laughs) Correct. And so, I'm assuming she went on with Gail King to like set the record straight or... Issue an apology yeah. or get her side of the story out there, but really no one should have let her do this. Bad
1: advice from counsel. Because, who was sitting right next to her, her lawyer.
3: I mean, just 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 wait. Now one thing we have to say is at one point she's going to say something about Gail King being quiet. And she extends her she, hand. She says,
1: That's enough.
3: And she closes her hand like it's
1: it's it's a it's an interview over Zoom,
3: yeah, but and- they've
1: got cameras on both sides showing what's happening.
3: yeah, so she extends <laughs> her arm with her hand open and then closes it, like close your mouth.
1: yes, it seriously, when it happened, because I only watched the snippets of it, I was floored, yeah that even even for this entitled little puke, I was surprised that it happened that way.
3: Well, and listen to her lawyer's reaction when that happens.
0: Mia, help me understand, what made you think that Keon had your phone? That's why I'm confused. Why did you think he had it? I was approaching the the people that had been exiting the hotel, because
6: in my mind, anybody exiting is probably the one that uh, might be the one that is trying to steal my phone. I admit, yes, I could have approached the situation differently, or maybe not yelled at him like that and made him feel, you know, maybe some sort of... uh, inferior way, making him feel as if I was, like, hurting his feelings, because that's not my intention. I I consider myself to be super sweet. I really never, ever meant for it to, like, hurt him or
0: his father either. Are you saying that you were stopping everybody in the lobby asking them about your phone? Is that what you're saying? Um, not everyone. Just the, just the
6: people that in the meantime well, while the hotel manager was checking the, the footage,
0: I just wanted to do my part as best as I could. You just described yourself as super sweet. I know you've seen the video. When you look at the video, the reaction seems very extreme. It doesn't seem like it's someone who's super sweet. How would you feel if you were alone in New York
6: And, you know, you're going to spend time with your family during the holidays and you lose the one thing that gets stolen from you that has all of the access to the only way that you're able to get back home.
0: I just don't think I would randomly attack people is is, is what I'm saying to you. I know you said you could have handled it better, but I just don't think I would randomly attack people in the manner in which you did. What do you think when you look at that video? You're standing there in your leggings and your flip-flops, and it looks like you're just going nuts, for lack of a better word. No, I'm not letting
6: him walk away with my phone! I don't feel that that is who I am as a person. I don't feel like this one mistake does define me, but I do sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, apologize that if I made the son feel as if I assaulted him or if I hurt his feelings or the father's feelings. I don't
0: believe one mistake defines anybody, but I, I think when I look at that particular video... You you did more than just accuse him. The video seems to show that you physically attacked this young boy. You do see that too, right? But at the end
6: of the day, the dad did end up uh like slamming me to the ground and uh pulling my hair and th- throwing me and dragging me across the ground. So I I will say that. Yeah, but, but
3: Well, is there something to be said there because you're an adult who's attacking his child? <laughs>
1: His, his, his minor, his young teenage son. It's not his 17-and-a-half-year-old son. It's his little boy.
3: Also, I doubt that. Um, I doubt that, and I haven't seen that on the video, so I'm sensing an exaggeration. I also want to jump back a little bit because she said that Uh, how would you feel if you were in New York and you were traveling to see your family for the holidays? Well, you shouldn't be doing that.
1: Right, right. <laughs>
2: No shit.
3: We're in a pandemic. Yeah. So I'm getting a sense of entitlement just hearing that sentence already.
1: Also, the, she, she corrected herself when, you know, when your phone is stolen or, 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 or misplaced. Uh, you
0: left it in an Uber.
3: Yeah. Well, she's trying to dispute that as well. They'll talk about that at the end.
0: But I think, you know, the video we saw, it looked like you had just attacked his son. Yeah. The footage shows me attacking his son of attacking
6: him how? Yelling at him? Yes. Okay. I apologize. Can we move on?
0: I know you're saying I don't need to. I just want to apologize, but I do think that there should be some context to your actions that day. Okay. So, basically,
6: I'm I'm a 22 year old girl. I am. I I don't. I racism uh, is. I said. I. How is one girl what? accusing a guy about a phone?
0: a crime. <laughs> Where is the context in that? Mia, what, is deeper, Mia. what is the deeper, what is the deeper, what is the deeper story Mia, it's not, it's, it, that's not the problem. You have to at least understand your actions that day. You seem to have attacked this little boy, this young boy, this, this teenager. You seem to have attacked this teenager about the phone. And then it turned out he didn't even have your phone. That's the thing. I mean, you're, you're, you're saying, look, I'm 22 years old. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. I can't.
6: Enough. The hotel did have my phone.
1: Uh, uh, Gail. Enough.
6: Did
3: you hear the lawyer? Uh, stop, stop,
1: stop. (laughs) (laughs) You're not doing either of us any favors. Yeah, she's like,
6: oh my god, please stop. (laughs) The hotel did end up having my phone. I did get my belongings returned to me.
0: All right. wow. Great, Gail. Enough. Enough. That was my favorite part. Enough. <laughs> now, the Harrell family's lawyer released a statement last night. They said this is not about an apology from someone who until a few days ago was claiming she did nothing wrong and, in fact, alleged that Keon Harrell Sr. had assaulted her, someone who targeted a 14-year-old black teenager because of the color of his skin. We'll have more of our interview with Miss with, with, with Miss Mia Ponsetto on Monday. You know, I actually felt for the attorney there who was really trying to help her. And then... Yeah you know, when she interjected, uh, Mia would get upset about that. She insisted that she's not racial profiling. She has an explanation about that. And, uh, you know, it was reported that an Uber driver returned the phone. She says that's not true. So she's she wanted to make an apology. But as I said to her in the interview, I'm not sure you're helping yourself here. Well, the point is he didn't have her phone. No, he did not. And he did not. (laughs) interesting choice of hat, by the yeah,
1: way. Yeah. Also, the point is, the, the video footage is pretty clear, and she yeah. doesn't seem quite ready to acknowledge what it shows.
0: You're her lawyer, Sharon, sitting by her ha- her side tried to help her. It's interesting you would point out the hat, because Sharon said, you, you know, you might want to remove that hat. Yep. And she refused to do that, too. <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting afternoon. And at the time, you know, I said, have NYPD been in touch with you? They had not. So it was yep. interesting that right after that, after that interview, that she was stopped, and then arrested
4: well she said she didn't understand why o'clock. it's a crime well she might she might learn now
0: yeah yeah it's a very sad story yeah. though really it's a very sad of, story I think something sad about her we- and the fact that the trauma that she put So
3: she was wearing a hat that said daddy on it. And that's why they're talking about how it's an interesting choice of hat. She was wearing a baseball cap and it said daddy across the top. Like
1: in Time's New Roman script.
3: Very strange choice. And she was wearing like a sports bra with leggings and a leather jacket. It was just an interesting choice for going on the news to talk about... Your viral video where you're tackling a teenager. I, the optics were off. Very weird. Um, but anyway, so she was arrested after this. And Cops
1: she, from New York flew to L.A.
3: Yeah, to find to her. To apprehend her. And she faces a robbery charge. So, there you go.
1: Which, by the way, I don't know if we mentioned this last time. She was just arrested. Or not arrested. Was she arrested? No. When she was kicked out of a, a Beverly Hills hotel when she was drunk with her mom.
3: Oh, yes. Yes, that was
1: an arrest. And a fool. And also arrested because she's an entitled little puke.
3: Yes, and that is very apparent in an interview where
1: <laughs> Br- Brittany. Enough. I I, <laughs> I cannot. I'm gonna start working that into my repertoire.
3: How incredible is that?
1: Seriously, you got to go watch the video, folks. We'll put it on the YouTube page or the Facebook page. It is fantastic.
3: Do you think the attorney quit after that? She's like, I can't. I can't. Do I'm this. surprised
1: she didn't backhand her. <laughs>
3: Stop, stop,
1: stop. <laughs> ugh, ugh. <laughs> anyway, we'd love to know what you think, you guys. We love you. We'd love to hear from you. 657-464-7609. Email idoubtit at com. We would invite you to help support, help produce the show. Go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick a tier. Help support, help produce the show. We love you guys. We will see you next time. For Brittany Page. I'm Jesse Dollarmore. This has been I doubt.